0: Hey friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What The Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, a bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29 <laughs> or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. Hopefully not sounding like a nasally little bitch today. Jesus Christ, last episode. I'm so sorry. But thank you for sticking with me on it. That was amazing. I actually told the story the other night that one time when I was on air, uh, I got like a cold, obviously, like we're all human. I still have that weird cough thing. So we're just going to like power through it. OK, so like don't comment on it don't judge but anyways like I was on air and I was hella nasally and some guy like I I think I'm pretty sure he called in if I'm remembering this correctly and was like talking about how I sounded significantly sexier with my nasal voice and I was like that's just such a that's such a niche you know that's such a niche for you um I don't know if now there's a nasally only fans and maybe I missed the mark on that um I, I guess I should have looked in the market, but yeah, I, you know, it, it was, it was flattering, I guess, in a creepy way. I, when you're a little self-conscious about sounding, you know, like you have tampons up your nose on air and then some guy tells you you sound sexy, like, I guess that's nice. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, I I guess I should have got that guy's number. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> Could have been living in a interesting situation. Um, maybe would have been dead, but anyways, that's just me watching a lot of true crime. I've been watching a lot of true crime. I don't know why. I I don't. I really don't. It was. It's painful. I watched the. What is it like the the murder next door or whatever? I, I don't. I wasn't planning on talking about this, so I didn't. This just like appeared as I've been speaking out loud, and so, <laughs> wow, and so uh, I didn't do any research to help you out, but I hope you just know what I'm talking about. But what made me so sad. Was it was like this woman and she was talking because like I guess she had like a Facebook page or whatever that she used to do Facebook lives all the time and talk about her life and shit. And she's talking about how like she had this really shitty guy before and then she got lupus, which, you know, like I'm a sister, like I have lupus, too. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then she's talking about how she found this guy that like loves her and she's so happy about it, blah, blah, blah. And then he fucking kills her and her two kids. It's like, OK, OK. Next time, some guys like, well, why are you afraid or why do you say um, all men? You know those like not all men guys. You remember that? I hope that shit's dead. I haven't like heard about it in a while. But you can be like, yeah, because this guy made her feel like she was the fucking world, and then he killed her and their kids. Oh my god, it was so horrifying. It was so horrifying. It's just like I, it just it broke my heart because obviously, as I'm watching it, I didn't know the story ahead of time, but I was like, fuck, like the husband does it, right? And then she, it's just all these videos about her talking about how in love she is. And you're just like, this guy is going to fucking kill you, you know? So sorry. The podcast got minorly interrupted because Scotland called. But he told me that there was like a fight that broke out he was going to get a COVID test and there was like a full-blown brawl going out there. Like basically some lady cut the COVID line and this other guy was all pissed about it. And I was like, wow, like I didn't know it went down like that um, in the in the COVID world. I mean, when I got my two COVID tests, um, it was not that juicy and I feel highly disappointed. But he said I should ask the listeners you know all of you what's the craziest thing you've seen in line uh for covid he said this might be the new black friday is the the brawls that go on inside of um inside of waiting for covid tests and which it reminds me I actually forgot to tell you all that I I was like oh remind me to tell you about my covid test story and then I realized that like you all aren't actually sitting across from me so you can't remind me but basically what happened it's not that juicy of a story I just like drove all the way to Oakland and was standing in the outside line to get a COVID test I wanted a PCR test and the guy in front of me was like literally coughing up a lung probably a COVID spoiler and so he was like kind of moving back and forth but basically like I was standing there for about 40 minutes maybe 20 minutes I feel like as I tell this story the, the duration of me standing Standing in line gets longer and longer um but uh scotland does always say never let the truth get in the way of a good story but i in, in either way i was standing out there for a long time and um so he so anyways the guy finally turns around and he was like oh i'm the last he had like a card he was holding he's like oh i'm the last person they're taking and i was like oh but i have an appointment and he was like yeah they said it didn't matter and he's like you could wait for them but they only come out once every like like 20 minutes or so and I was like I'm not waiting here anymore so I ended up going home it wasn't as juicy of a story as I teased up but like since I told you to remind me um that's where it was I don't totally remember what I was talking about before but I'm going to move on um so I honestly can't remember if I already mentioned this before and I guess I can just cut it out when I'm editing if I did but um I as mentioned last week like I started to work out again And I got to be honest with you, I, I hate it. And if I don't become a skinny legend soon, I'm not sure like I can be held accountable for my actions. I just like, it's so much work, you know, and it's just wild to think back. Like I used to have practices and then I would like go to the gym, like I would wake up early in the morning, go running And then I would like have a practice for whatever, an hour or two. And then I would like go to the gym later. It's like, who is she? Like what? I couldn't just have had that energy like sprinkled out throughout the years of my life. Like now I just have to do one 30 minute Cody ride and I feel like I want to absolutely die and break my Peloton I mean, the walks are nice. It's like this. It's there's all these TikToks about, oh, I got to go for a stupid walk for my stupid mental health. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. TikTok's going to come up a lot today because pretty much yesterday um, it was Sunday because, you know, I record Mondays and I spent the whole first half of my day being like very productive and running all sorts of fucking errands, like literally went to Ikea, Old Navy, Target and Ulta, which is so much work. And just, and I came back home and I was like, I'm fucking tired now. Like I haven't had to do shit. I've been like locked away and not allowed to see or do anything. So doing that much like walking was killer. Um, But anyway, so pretty much the rest of my day yesterday was just spent on TikTok, which I'm not proud of, but here we are. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep working. I hear it gets easier, you know, like if you keep doing it, like it gets better, whatever. I just wish it was a little bit easier, you know. I wish it was as easy for me to work out as it was to like go get a breakfast contra supreme from Taco Bell. You know what I mean? It's like why are the why are those things not equal? Uh <laughs> Also, um I had the ultimate like kid thing happened today like like parenting trouble moment where uh I walked out of my room with just like piles and piles of dishes and my mom's like yeah I don't miss that you know like <sighs> mom listen first of all I've been like quarantined in here I have to eat all my meals in my bedroom and so like yeah I have a few dishes like sorry that I was trying to be you know a good person. And then I brought out like a big ass trash bag full of trash. And my dad's like, what is that? Where'd that come from? I'm like, what? I lived in this room for like 13 days. Like, hello. Pretty much this whole time. I've only left a few times. It's the 17th right now. And, you know, I got COVID on the first and pretty much haven't really done anything since. Like, I've, I have w- did get to go see um, Scotland on Friday, which was awesome, uh, but I haven't really done anything else. So, yeah, uh, my whole life's been in this bedroom. It's been a lot. OK, so, uh, yeah. Also, I've been reading a lot about uh, villain eras and how... 2022 should be women's villain era and I find that really fascinating basically what I interpret this as is it's just women really knowing their worth and not taking shit from anybody and I have to say I think my villain era might have been in 2021 um I think that at least towards the end there I was really uh really over really over people's shit and was not in the fucking mood. So I think I already kind of did my villain shit. I almost feel like I guess if we're going if we're going by Taylor Swift eras, like Reputation era, I would argue is the villain era and I feel like I'm I'm just about I'm ending the Reputation era a little bit and maybe crossing over into the Lover era, but one wrong move and I'll go right back. You know what I mean? Like I'm not completely out of it, but I do feel, I feel happy a lot now and it's, it's a, it's nice. It's nice. Um, so anyways, yeah. Also, um, I saw this TikToker, sorry, I t- I warned you, this is going to be a TikTok episode. Um, this TikToker called City Brown, she put up this uh, 2022 motto, if we can't help each other grow, gotta let each other go. And I feel like... I think that this was kind of my motto last year but I didn't realize it and that was like a part of my villain era and but like I think I accidentally made it a little bit bitchier which it was just like if you've been fucking rude to me I'm not in the mood to put up with your shit anymore so I'm not fucking dealing with it bye was kind of that but the nice version of that is is we can't help if we can't help each other grow gotta let each other go and I just think that's really important and you know I I I think that we feel all the time like we need to just, like, keep people in our lives because we don't want to, like, stir the pot or create controversy. And, like, yeah, I'm not saying you have to go up to someone and say, like, hey, you're a stupid bitch. I never want to see you again. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to do that shit. Anyways, um, I, I support the villain era. Uh, I think that every woman is a bad bitch and should understand that and should not take shit from anybody I feel like everybody should be like that it's just that we already know that mediocre white men believe that too hard to be true so we have to be careful you know we have to be careful about boosting their egos but you know there are also their guys deserve the hype too they're also bad bitches just be nice you know anyways um there's a lot going on with Kanye West. And like, I just, I just, he stresses me out. He just stresses me out. Like, I don't understand. Like, one minute, he's in a car, like, making a live video on Instagram, which like, who even let this guy have social media? Listen, I'm going to make a statement that's going to get me in trouble. But I just don't understand how Kanye West and Donald Trump didn't get the same fucking memo on not being allowed to be on social media. I mean, is it entertaining? Sure. Sure. But are we not more worried about him that he shouldn't be like tweeting and doing videos and stuff? But anyways, he like does this live video and then all of a sudden he's at the party and in the video he's like, I don't even know where Stormy's party is, blah, blah, blah or Chicago. Sorry, which one? Yeah, Stormy's, Kylie's. So it was a combination birthday party for Stormy and Chicago. And he's saying that he didn't know where Chicago's party was. And then it comes out that like Travis Scott was the one who like sent him the invitation. And it's like, sure. It's just so weird. But then like, okay, so deeper diving into it, what it sounds like is that Kim... And Kanye had already agreed to have separate parties for Chicago. So Kim's was in the morning and Kanye's was in the afternoon on the same day. So, yeah, I don't necessarily think like, listen, I don't know, obviously, like I've never had to go through that situation. So I don't feel like I can weigh in on the right, right or wrong move. But if they already had an agreement to have two separate parties then they probably don't really need to be at both right cuz then like what's the point of having two you know what i mean so anyways um i pulled like a bunch of quotes from this interview so this i got this all from 17 magazine so i'm just going to read it to you of what we what i have here so far from some Kanye shit. So apparently Kanye is still not being happy. It is not happy with Kim being in a new relationship. Of course, that being with Pete Davidson. Love it. We love to see it. Um, So according to Entertainment Tonight, Kanye West said in an interview that this is for anybody that's going through a separation. People intentionally do things to be mean and hurt you to be playing games. Then he said, how are you going to bring me to SNL and kiss the dude that you're dating right in front of me? And everybody's like, oh, that's cool. I can have my principles and I've changed things and I backslide and I haven't been the best Christian and the media can make things seem some sort of way. But at the end of the day, I'm Jesus gang. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sorry. Sometimes I make the mistake of not reading the full quotes before I like read them on the podcast. Right. So I read the first two. But this is this is me live reacting to this quote. But <laughs> OK, anyways, um, I'm Jesus gang. I'm about family, just me, my kids and parenting. I mean, my kids, mom, were not together, but I'm still going to be the best dad. And there, I mean, according to a lot of sources, Kim and Pete weren't dating during the SNL thing, which would make sense to me because to me, my assumption is that's where they met. And whatever kiss they did on that magic carpet must have been like, Kim Kardashian's like oh fucking k and like once again I just I stan her I have to I can't not but also there's like a leaked single of Kanye's where he said god save me from the crash just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass and I have to say like that's some nice grade a rhyming right there but um leave Pete Davidson alone let's this guy's been through enough you know what I mean just like, Kanye, shut the fuck up. This is what I hate so much about Kanye West. This is his whole fucking deal. This is a guy who cannot be held accountable for his own fucking actions. And this is what drives me absolutely fucking nuts about him. And it's like, listen, I, I don't understand. I don't have the same mental health downward spiral that you do, but there are a lot of people in your life who have been trying to get you to help. And at some point, unfortunately, this is just how it goes. Like, you have to ultimately make the decision that you want to be better and you want to like get help. And to me, like, listen, I don't know. I'm not on the inside. I don't know what he's doing. So this is just an outside perspective, of course, reading from the media. But it's just like you're not choosing to help yourself. And Why in the world would you drag your fucking mother of your kids in the public like that? Your kids are going to grow up and read that shit. Like To me, this is just all very selfish because Kim could completely do the same if she wanted to. Kim's got major platforms. She could also be setting the record straight, blah, blah, blah. But she's not doing that probably because she's like, I don't want saint to grow up one day and read an article about like mommy slamming daddy, which I realized as I said that out loud sounded very dirty. (laughs) That is not what I meant. But you know, it's just it's so frustrating that he would do that. Like he's just so selfish and it makes me so angry. And I don't know why his life doesn't affect mine whatsoever. And yet he just pisses me off. And he's playing at Coachella. And I already bought tickets to Coachella. And now I want to, I want to like unpay because Kanye West is going to be there. It makes me angry. Also, I was kind of hoping for a Pete Davidson, Kim K spotting. Now you're going to rob me of that? You're going to tell me Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox aren't going to be there? And then that would probably mean a Courtney and Travis sighting, which would probably mean a Kim and Pete. But no, now we can't because Kanye's going to get his fucking panties in a bunch. I just, I don't like this guy. I really don't. And then Kim's out here just trying to, like, push her fucking divorce along, right? Like, it was really funny because, like, the next article after it was like, Kim Kardashian pushing forward on her divorce. It's like, yes, bitch. Please fucking do. Please, for the love of God, get away from this guy. And I saw a clip because I haven't watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians in quite some time. And I saw a clip. Um, f- luckily, this time it was on Instagram and not on TikTok because don't worry, I spread the I spread the wealth on my obsession with social media. And basically, it was like from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And she was like crying and she was like, I just want him. You know, he deserves someone who's going to like travel around with him and be able to do that and I just like I can't do that and she's like yeah of course I feel like a failure I've been married three times and it's like you gotta gotta fucking feel for her a little bit like you know I know people don't like her but it's just like she's made some mistakes you know and it's like she fell in love and Connie like honestly honestly if we're going like by fuckboy boy terms okay let's like put this in the terms that me and the single bitches know you know what I mean like when you're online dating, all these terms that we've talked about like gaslighting and fucking um love bombing, Connie West was the motherfucker inventor of love bombing. He was so obsessed with Kim Kardashian. And I always thought it was borderline creepy, right? But she, of course, she gives him a chance because she's got failed after failed after failed relationship. So she's like, OK, like, I'm going to try to go for this guy that clearly loves me. And then he was manipulating the shit out of her. Remember that scene? And this is another thing that I saw clips of. But if you watch Keeping Up the Kardashians, there is a scene where Kim is talking to her trainer and she's like, I want to lose like. 15 pounds or whatever and the trainer's like honey I really don't think you need to lose weight because she's probably like from a health standpoint you're healthy and if you lose more weight you'll be unhealthy right and then Connie freaks out and he's like if my wife says she wants to lose 15 pounds and you figure out how to make her like lose pounds in her toes or something Kim was like oh my god wasn't that so funny bitch spoken like a true girl trapped in a shitty fucking relationship. Like if that wasn't a cry for help, I don't I don't know what was. And all of us, you know, people who are watching it on the side are just like, no, girl, like get out of this. So anyways, I just feel like Kanye West is the ultimate fuck boy. I stand by my statements. Come for me if you want. I don't fucking care. I don't know this guy. I just feel like anyone who would treat they're like say what you want behind closed doors obviously it's like that's what you have friends for like vent your shit out and I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that Kim Kardashian's a perfect mom I don't fucking know I'm not there but I do know she's not out here dragging Kanye in the media just saying just saying okay anyways I have to get off this subject before I like burn a hole through my microphone because it makes me so ragey um (laughs) Yeah, so Coachella lineup got announced, and Harry Styles is going to be there. So for me, that cancels out the whole, like, Kanye thing, because, like, you know, once again, I'm sorry. I said I would stop talking about him. But Harry Styles is going to be there in pink, and I am pumped, and um, I'm really excited. I hope that, you know, it gets safer with COVID. I don't know. You know? It's kind of crazy. It's just crazy so many people are, like, getting it now, and it's, like, super contagious, and (laughs) it's just very... It's very worrisome. But anyways, overall, I'm, I'm excited. And uh, I also started watching Euphoria only once again because I spent too much time on TikTok and I just kept getting all these clips of the show. And I was like, OK, fine, I'll watch the shit. And it was just a lot more than I was expecting. There was like so much sex and so much drugs. And like, I, I guess I should have known, you know, but I kind of was like, I thought it was a teen drama with a side of sex and drugs, but this is like sex and drugs with a side of teen drama. And it was just really a lot to take in. It was just I'm only a few episodes in and I feel like this is one of those shows that I don't think I'm going to be able to binge. I think it's going to be like every once in a while I pop on an episode because, you know, I talked about I've talked a lot about not being able to watch friends fight. And I actually think that's not what the deal is. I think that it's really hard for me to watch someone ruin their own life. And because when when friends fight and stuff like that's what's happening to me because I'm watching someone like disrespect their friends and I'm like you're ruining your own life or like I oh my God cheating and betrayals and shit and show it just fucking kills me. So I know you're saying they're like what are you watching by the way and I, the answer is I don't know. I'm skipping through the Schmidt cheating on CC episode of New Girl like uh, you know I never watched the purse episode on New- I never watch it. That's her CC and Jess fight. I just fucking can't. And it's just it's hard for me. Maybe it's because I work so hard to not ruin my own life. And it's a full time job. It's a it's really a full time job. And so I just I can't watch someone do it. It's like I don't know if you guys have ever watched that show Young and Hungry, but I really loved watching it because I love Emily Osmond and I think she's amazing and so fun to watch. Uh, but the whole show is just her like basically ruining her life and her relationship with Josh over and over and over again. And it was just it was hard for me to watch it. But I just wanted I was rooting for her and Josh so bad that I continue to watch it. It kills me. It just absolutely kills me. <laughs> As you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID. Listen, it was, it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about like all these things that I had to get done, right? But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not gonna wanna go out to the store. So why would you wanna go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door? The Keith Juicedo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a New Year's resolution to like be smarter, This is the way to do it. Okay. You get each month, you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I want to use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com. Plus, you are going to get 50% 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at AshleySleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley SLEEK on Instagram. Okay, so very exciting. I did get to see Scotland and on Friday, which was really awesome. And it's just been like such a wild little journey for us. But you know what's so cool is that like we really made it work as far as you know, two people who uh, don't get to see each other very often. And I feel like that's so important and it means so much to me. And I feel like it should mean a lot to to anyone who's like kind of in that dating stage. Cause it's like, I'm not, I, I've already shit all over. If he wanted to, he would, you know, right. And that's not what I'm like trying to say, because I think it's two people obviously. And I feel like if two people want to make it work, they'll make it work. So like If you can't see each other that often, you know, you can, you know, as long as you're talking and and getting to talk on the phone and doing things like that, like I feel like it's, you know, it works out. Obviously, like the the best is getting to spend time with each other in person. But I don't know. I just feel like it's not completely an excuse. And I'm just saying that because, you know, if if a fuck boy comes to you and is like, I'm too busy for you and I I can't make anything work. I'm just saying like, I just feel like that's bullshit. I just feel like it's bullshit, and if a girl's doing the same thing right back to you, I'm just saying like people are allowed to be busy. Obviously, that's not what I'm. That's not what I mean. But I just mean like, don't fall for someone who's putting like literally no effort into you because that's just so tragic. Also, more importantly, um, could not wait to announce that uh, he actually started following me on social media. So now we're social media friends, which I just think is, of course, the creme de la creme. That's, like, such a big deal. And it's it's probably because I've been so annoying about it. Because, like, as I mentioned, you know, a big part of my life is social media. And I know his ass was stalking me. Like, bullshit. I have a public profile. Like, no, I know you were snooping. And so at least, like, give me the follow so I can, like, you know update my media kit. You know what I mean? Just like be supportive. <laughs> so super excited to have crossed that that barrier there, um, which <laughs> I know I'm so annoying, but I love it. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm a social media hoe. Um, <clears throat> speaking of ho, uh, I also, you know, I went back and forth because I was like, he called me obviously during this podcast. He's like, oh, are you going to talk about, you know, a Friday night and I was like well yeah but like you know I don't know sometimes it's like I go back and forth you know I love talking like dirty deets with you all but sometimes I'm like I don't know maybe I shouldn't be like exposing our sex life all over the place because then you know I don't know but I will say this listen I will say this about it obviously it was great again I think it's like it's fun the more you like kind of like somebody and how different the sex becomes like don't get me wrong like one night stands and you know like fucking people you don't know their real name like that's 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 fun right but like it's just different when you have feelings for someone I definitely think you need your phase where you like definitely sleep with people that you don't know and like have a lot of fun that way like I think that's I think that's necessary but um you know it's also nice when you give a shit about them too just a fun other half also I um you know I've never really used like I I don't know why I'm getting so nervous talking about this. I feel like this is the... I will not post this clip anywhere because this is like secret part of TikTok. uh, TikTok. This is a secret part of the podcast, but my face is so red right now because obviously I still have the camera going and um, I'm getting so flustered like my face is a full-blown cherry tomato at this moment but I was just gonna mention that like that you know I um my best friend one of my besties I won't expose them because I didn't ask if I could but they bought me my first vibrator and um it was and it was a new thing to me only in the last couple years which I know is so sad and I feel like everybody should have one and that's an essential and uh but anyways use it in the bedroom and it was great and that's where I'm gonna leave it Overall, it was a really great time, Um, but more importantly, you know, I mean, obviously the sex is great and fun to talk about, but I think in the core of what is so fun to like talk to you all about too is just like, I don't know, we've been through, I feel like the listeners, you and I have really been through a lot and it's just exciting to be able to like tell people that I'm happy, you know what I mean? Like, um when I call my friends now and I'm not like sobbing like what a fun journey for us all I mean granted I mean god bless my friends because obviously I called Eloy this morning and I was absolutely sobbing and it was one of those things where I was like I was crying because I was like (laughs) I was just having anxiety because I was happy it's like bitch like like literally anxiety is such a pain in the ass like it's such a pain in the ass and like I mean, God, like literally God bless my friends for always being there for me for these fucking crazy ass moments. And like, I appreciate you all so much. And uh, obviously that doesn't change anything. But now I'm like, now I'm blushing in a different way and it's annoying. And I'm just going to like talk about it with confidence because that's what I need to do. But (laughs) anyways, I feel like sometimes, you know, there was things where you know, either like through social media and stuff, like there was things that I would like hear about other people's relationships. or not even just social media. Like genuinely, I'm I'm surrounded by some pretty fucking solid relationships. So like I would see things, you know, that like that was happening to them. And I was like, oh, like why? Hmm. I feel like I should be getting similar. So I'm just going to tell you guys this one story because it meant so much to me. And I feel like this is what. Like, this is goals, you know, in my opinion. So, like, basically, one day I was talking about, you know, how much I fucking care about my social media following. And, like, I think that and I get nervous because I think, you know, that's also, like, That gets a connotation of being like very shallow, you know, but in reality for me, like it's a career move. Like the podcast is an absolute dream and like doing social media and stuff like I love that. Like it's a passion for me and I get I do get nervous that someone's going to like look down upon it, you know, and so I had texted, um, Scotland because I had gained all these followers this weekend. It was really exciting. Like I gained like, I want to say now, I think I was at like 1100 and now I'm at like 1400, which was such a big deal and so exciting. And um, just a, a shameless plug, you can follow me at Ashley Sleep. And you know, as like a guy or a girl or whoever you're into starts to become like, a bigger part of your life and then when something exciting happens and you just like want to tell them and I went back and forth in my overthinking brain I was like oh but it's just gonna it's gonna crush me if he doesn't give a fuck like if I text him and I'm like oh my god I'm so excited about this and he doesn't say like anything back I'm I'm gonna be crushed so I'm like I'm happy but I don't want to ruin this but then I was like but also like if this is someone that you can see like any sort of future with like then they should care about the shit that you care about. Like, you know, like I care about his shit, so I'm sure he cares about mine. It's like, why not just give him the chance? So I texted him and I was like, hey, so like, you know, you've kind of become one of the people that I get excited to text, you know, when I like hear something and I'm like, I know it might sound stupid, but it's really important to me. Like I got these new followers on TikTok and these videos are doing really well. And he responded <laughs> by like saying that was cool and then proceeding to like ask questions about it and be like, oh, like, you know, are you going to talk about this on the podcast then? And like, he just genuinely cared. (laughs) And I don't think I've like, I, you know, I texted back and I was like, thank you for like, letting me be excited. You know, he's like, no problem at all, whatever. And I was just like, but I'm saying it here on the podcast. I'm sure. So he know, he's going to hear it again. So thank you. But like, I don't know, it just was, it was something so small, but it meant so much to me. And I just wanted to tell people that because I'm like, don't like fucking settle for less. I'm not obviously like we're dating. That's I think the stage we're in like, you know, whatever. So I'm not trying to be like, say anything else or whatever. I'm not trying to make it weird. We love when I backtrack. We love when I fucking panic on here. So whatever. But I'm just I'm just saying that this was one of those like don't settle for less moments for me. And I'm sure like and it just seems so easy. Like Obviously, the person that you're talking to should give a fuck about things that you care about, you know? So I'm just saying if you're with someone who doesn't give a fuck about your shit, leave him. (laughs) Overall, I'm just having a really great time. I kind of struggled finding like an I'm sorry what moment this week because like obviously I haven't really been out and about. And then like, um, you know, I'm happy, which is so annoying. It's like I do find my better... (laughs) I do find my better content, obviously, when I'm like pissed off at the world. So, you know, that that part is tough. It's it's a real hit or miss on the career. But uh, then I was scrolling through TikTok, which I feel like, you know, every once in a while we can play like drinking games to the podcast. And every time I said TikTok, you can take a drink. But I want to see I might have saved the video because I do want to give like the creator some credit. Um. Oh, his name is. Taylor Boy 72 I don't know if I'm giving him credit or, or what I'm about to say, but basically he made a TikTok saying that if she has a different name other than hers when she's drunk, it's a red flag. And listen, here's the deal. Well, first of all, it was nice to see because I'm on obviously like I'm on single lady TikTok or gay TikTok. So I do see a lot of red flags when it comes to like men. So I was like, oh, what a nice little thing for a uh, a male, a straight male to appear on my For You page and tell me what's a red flag for for him. Um, <clears throat> here's the deal, though. Listen, if I need a drunk alter ego to get myself through the dumb ass shit that I have posted or said or done when I'm drunk, let me have it. OK, if I need a drunk alter ego name to get through the fact that I like fell in love with guys with the nicknames big time and pirate tape. Let me have it. Let me have it. Like, I just, okay, I don't want to own up to her shit. Smashley is a whole different fucking brand, okay? Like she is wild. and I would just rather let her do her thing. And when she makes mistakes, it helps me move on, okay? Obviously, you've never experienced anxiety which is like hangover anxiety oh my god I had so much on like Saturday because I haven't like drank a lot in a while but Scotland and I went to have um swirls at a key if you're from like the Bay Area you probably know what I mean and you know I forgot like I hadn't had them in a long time so I forgot how strong they were and like halfway through my first one I was like oh I am a little tipsy, and then I proceeded to like get a little drunk, which you know, I I didn't realize I was until I was like, I don't really remember, you know, like some of these conversations. Like we called Kim, which was very exciting, but I don't totally remember what we talked about, you know. So like one of those. Um, but anyways, I um, <laughs> I I I like when I woke up you know and you get anxiety which if you don't know this is like a hangover anxiety and it's surrounded by the fact that like you don't know what you did and you're like oh my god did I say something embarrassing and of course like my first reaction was to just like call and blow up Scotland's phone and be like hey what did I say but we're working on it we're working on being able to talk ourselves down and not need over validation or you know that stuff so like proud of myself that I was able to talk myself down but what helps with the anxiety is sometimes I can just box it up and be like that was smashly obviously I've made some horrible fucking mistakes when I'm drunk and I apologize for those as Ashley you know but like if I want smashly to just be responsible for you know drunk singing in the bar then let her you know let her let her be that don't tell me that's a red flag I mean obviously I wasn't gonna sleep with this guy he doesn't he's honestly not very cute so and I'm busy with others so you know whatever but um (laughs) uh yeah I just thought it was really funny because I was like oh my god just like I'm sorry what why can't I just like have this how is that a red flag explain me I should bring him on the podcast and be like, explain to me your fucking TikTok. okay? I need to understand why you hate on this, because some of us need it. okay? some of us need it. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm so happy to have you all. This is episode 80, which is so exciting. We're 20 more episodes to 100, which is sick. Such a crazy, exciting milestone, and I can't wait to celebrate it with all of you, and um, thanks for always coming on all my journeys with me. I love you all so much, and um, I promise Question of the Week will come back. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I totally forgot to talk about this. I did do the poll on whether people thought that it was more intimidating to meet the parents or the friends and it was genuinely a 50-50 split and I think my favorite part was seeing which of my friends voted for friends because I was like oh like who who, like am I intimidating or are you telling me that you're intimidating so like they should be worried you know (laughs) but and then like I brought it up with my parents and like we debated it my dad said that um he he thinks the question should have been who's more judgmental? And I said I would re-ask the question later on. So maybe we'll get a re-ask of that one. But I definitely got a 20, uh, 2020. I definitely got a 50-50 split. Scotland's answer is parents. So there's that. But yeah, anyways, I almost forgot about all that. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I adore you all and please like comment subscribe and download share the podcast with a friend let's just like blow it up we love that we love that (laughs) okay bye